Thank you for tuning in today on Voyage Through the Bible with Billy G. Nolan, where his heart is to fortify and strengthen your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this mini teaching, and if you need prayer, if you would like more information, or you simply want to join us as we voyage through the Bible, go to www.voyagethroughthebible.org. We're going to be talking about empathy and compassion. A man was wounded by outlaws. Found, he was found in a ditch, almost dead. Two religious leaders passed by on the other side, wouldn't have anything to do with him. They showed lack of empathy and lack of compassion. So the objective, when the Good Samaritan came along, the inference is that the man in the ditch was Jewish and the Samaritans and Jews didn't have a thing to do with each other. Samaritan was considered a lower kind of person. He has an objective in mind. He doesn't see a Jew. He doesn't see a Samaritan. He sees a man that is in great need. And he has the objective of binding his wounds. He begins to help him. He assesses what he has to do for first aid. He needs wrappings. He needs something to clean the wounds. And he needs wine and oil. These two items were soothing, affecting antiseptics of that day. He made him comfortable, then he placed him on his donkey, and he began to transport him. He takes him to a place for a healing, it turned out to be an inn. He started around the clock care for the wounded man, and finally he has to leave. He gives the innkeeper money to care for the man promising more money when he returned. He gives instructions on how to treat the man. The wounded man requires healing. The really the story, is it a real story or it is just a story to tell? We don't know. But it's a trophy an example of God's empathy and compassion on us. He's near dead. He was ignored by two, and finally the Samaritans saw him. He was hopeless, helpless, great need. He took him. He was naked, and he clothed him. He gave him his resources. He could have left him in the ditch. That's what the criminals did. He could have left him there to die, but he took him in. We need to look at it from many points of view. The Bible is really easy to com comprehend. The parable has an admirable 
code in it. We need to look at the common ground and consistent identity. We identify with Christ, but others identify with us, and we show them the identity that we have in Christ. It's a cycle that we're under. When we get close to the needy, we need to show them our source, our compassion, our empathy in their lives. I personally get encouraged when I meet somebody in desperate need. I met such a woman four or five weeks ago, separating from her husband, a hopeless situation, medically unsound, working two jobs. She had older children and she had one younger daughter. Everything is hopeless. Sometimes prayer is not a one-time happening, but it's an occasion that happens often. So I, she'd, she'd come to a place of prayer, and I'd gather women around me, and we'd all pray for her. Woman's not separated from her husband anymore. She got a raise so she don't have to work two jobs. Her children are coercing around her. She's kind of my poster child for what God can do for the needy. If I told my story right now, you could see I at one time was a poster child as a needy person. Maybe most of us are. A person with a similar experience, coupled with the needy, they identify with them in their needs and are able to lead them to victories that they can experience from the Lord. We are to have encounters with people similar and yet different than them. In a general sense, needs can be dealt with because we had had similar needs of our own. The Lord can deal with us and then deal with them. The Bible is a great tool. It has power in it. The verses are alive. The Holy Ghost power can come on to a person with any need we can become valuable to the needy. The Samaritan story is a wonderful story of rescue. The Lord seldom meets the needs directly, but he meets the needs through people who know him and have the ability to meet that particular need. The person usually has some kind of ability to see the needs of others and act as a bridge, a hand between them and God. Picture God's big hand and our little hand 
and we're holding the needy's hand and with our little hand we're placing it into God's big hand. I've had many experiences with the Lord but there are times when I was devastated and people have come alongside me and I hardly recognize them but I recognized the comforting effect of the Lord that was all around me. The results will be that the person can identify with Christ and at the same time, impartation of power in their lives can take effect. John 15, 15. I no longer call you servants because servants do not know what their master's business is. Instead, I call you friends for everything that I've learned from my father, I have made known to you. Did you know the Bible is practical? The Bible is written to meet needs. It's written as a personal book. It's not a book just to read. It's a personal book from the kingdom of God to needy people. The Bible can meet specific needs, real life problems. The Bible has solutions. The Bible has power in it. I've often heard of people being delivered and a verse or a section of scripture has become a cherished point in their life because of the closeness of the word in the Bible that was given to them, they can appropriate the word and it can solve their personal needs. It's like witnessing in the word. The Bible is speaking the same need to different people with the full effect. Usually our needs drive us someplace. We're being driven. We're being driven from the Lord or to the Lord. The appropriateness of a need is to throw yourself on the Lord. I had an old man say when I was younger, Jesus is the meter of needs and that he is the provision for the need. And I took that on, and I've used those words many times over and over. The Lord, when he speaks to your inner man, doesn't out, does not contradict the word of God. God's desire is to reveal himself. When a person has a need, is more than willing the Lord is to meet your need. He wants to reveal your, himself to you during this process. Usually a person has being used to meet the need will be a caring person who will have had a revelation of God, will see God as sympathetic, as caring, is able to meet the need. To the weak I become weak, to win the weak. I have become all things to all people by all per 
possible means that I might save some. There's some thoughts. Open the Bible. See what it says. Don't put boundaries on what the Bible is saying. Everything is written in it is for today. Even if we haven't seen it yet, we can have it done in our lives. The Word is our textbook. It's our lab book. The life is in some way or another a lab for the working power of God. The story of Nicodemus is a story of a man that's hungry for God. And the Lord gives him a strange problem. He said, you must be born again. Nicodemus said, it not can't, can't happen. Can't enter into my mother's womb the second time. Was he being sarcastic? <laughs> or was he just trying to figure out what in the world was being told him? I don't know. You must be born of water and the spirit, natural and spiritual. This began to develop on what the spirit of God is like. He's like wind. You don't know where it's, he's going or where he's been. You just feel the movement of him. Our primary need is to find the Lord and be born again. That's in a sundry of thoughts, but I'd like to press you right now. If you're watching this and you never have experienced the new birth, you need it right now. I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to several of you. I'm speaking over time to many of you. It's time for you to find the Lord. Open up your heart. Ask him to come in your life, forgive your sins. Be free to tell him your great need for him. Repeat after me. Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, come into my life. Show me the way I should go. I need your help. In Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast from Billy on this episode of Voyage Through the Bible. This journey and its many adventures lead you into the mysteries of creation and man, not only to know the Bible, but to experience it and live it. If you would like to sow into this ministry and be a part of somebody else's journey as they learn about God, please visit our website, www.voyagethroughthebible.org.